Welcome to another episode of Between Two Servers. Between Two Servers is a podcast that doesn't actually take place between two servers, but it talks about everything that exists between two servers. In this episode, Sonia Kudo will be joined by Rockstrike Clayton, Converge's Development Manager. They will be discussing an important step in building a successful software product, business analysis. They'll be delving into how business analysis can leverage a custom software product for success. What is a business analyst and what is business analysis as a service? Hello everyone, I'm Sonia Kudo, uh, Managing Director at Converge. And today we are here with Roxroy Clayton, our Development Manager. Uh, we are uh, going to be discussing today uh, the importance of building a successful uh, software product and the importance of business analysis, what is business analysis, and how it can really have a, a positive impact on your project. And the reason we're having this discussion is because obviously Converge at Converge, we build uh, custom software. And one of the things we always sort of struggle with is uh, explaining to our clients why um, business analysis is so important, uh, why documentation is so important, and how it can lead to the success of a project. I think part of the, 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 the thought process that our clients have is, um, you know, they, they, they have an idea that they want to build or they need something quickly for their business and the first thought is okay here's what i want let's start building but um the thought behind you know documentation and how it's going to um, benefit and, and and make the product even better long term is not really thought about so we're going to have a discussion with roxbury and roxbury knows requirements very well and we're just going to try to break down, you know, the importance of, of, of what it is and, and, and why it should always be uh, done on every single project. And when it's not done, what are going to be, you know, a lot of the risks, risks that you're going to have long term in that project. So, hi, Roxroy. Good to see Hello. you. Good to see you. Hi. <laughs> I thought you were, you, you were lost for a minute there in cyberspace. It happens sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, while I was waiting for you, I kind of did a, a small little uh, intro. But you know, let's get let's dig right in. Uh, business analysis not a a, a popular topic um, to to talk about in in software. Most people are talking about technology, new trending technologies that are out there, AI, fintech, all of these things. But documentation is not something that's you know sexy to talk about. But we know the importance of, of, of documentation. So why don't you like just sort of walk us through, you know, what is business analysis, first of all? <laughs> okay. All right. So um, I think a, a good way of summarizing business analysis is to um, think of a solution where we are trying to provide a service to the company to uh, enable change change in the organization, right? We want to define what the needs are, defining what requirements are, what requirements are to provide a solution, because at the end of the day, what we want to do is, is provide value, deliver value for the stakeholders, 
Mm-hmm. So we want to guide business in, in terms of improving their processes, improving their products, improving their services, um, or even improving their current systems so that they can get a, a, a better value from their clients, from their, their you know, in, in the industry and be more competitive on an overall basis. So what does a business analyst actually physically do? So, so basically, you know, business analyst is um, is going to be sitting down with the client or the stakeholders. It could be a group of, of of different persons from departments to figure out what is it they want to build. You know, what's the value they're looking for, um, um, and how can we guide them in order for them to get to that um, that end point. Um, in many cases, the client may have an idea. You know, this is where we want to go but they haven't thought through all their steps and they may think there may be just be two steps in, in between when they may be 10 steps and there are different challenges and different things that needs to be taken into consideration in order for them to get something that is viable so that actually addresses the, 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 the uh, solution. So the business analyst basically um, helps to bridge the gap and um, create efficiencies in order for us to be able to develop a solution for the client. So they, they sit down with, with the clients and they pick their brain and dig deeper into the idea that the client has. And they can also analyze if, you know, what is doable, what are some of the challenges that are going to happen and uh, ways to work, to try and work around them before you even get into any uh, source code development, right? Oh, correct. Because a, a, a lot of times you, know, you have to look at the risk, you know, there are solutions where you may think that um, something straightforward, you know, and it turn out to be that it's a lot more complex, there's a lot more moving parts, and we want to be able to dig and dive into, into that aspect of it to be able to identify these challenges and be able to, oh, you know, weigh the risk, you know, do we go, if we go route A, what are the, the costs, what are the risks? If we go route B, then, you know, what are the challenges as well? I mean, this analyst, you know, kind of bridges that gap as well. So once the business analyst um, goes through this process, they document all of this. What is that document used for? Yeah, so, so as I mentioned before, a lot of people, you know, even the agile principle, you know, you don't talk much about documentation, but what we find is that documentation is critical. It serves many different purposes, and you have different per- persons that it, it serves. So uh, from the business owners, stakeholders, they have something that they can look at to see, you know, is it something that, that matches what we want to deliver? Um, so they get documentation themselves. The, the QA person would also get a, a set of documentation to be able to, to tell, you know, will this, does this system meet the specification as well as the developer gets the, the, the documentation so they can know what to build. So it, 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 it actually starts from, you know, the start of it, you know, in terms of final, final requirement all the way to the end as to, you know, what needs to be built. And even afterwards, because, you know, after system is built, they may want to do maintenance on it, and we walk into a, a client and ask them, you know, can you show us, you know, your system can you show some documentation, and they have nothing to show us. So it means that one has to spend a lot more time to figure out how things are working and be able to work, work backwards. Documentation now provides a way of jump-starting that process so that um, in, in the long run, the company actually saves one because you are now able to um, assimilate information a lot quicker be able to provide you know uh, uh you know alternatives um mm-hmm. at the get-go so what what are the risks of not doing business analysis uh, well one is that you, you may 
probably get a you know you can get a system that don't really quite meet your demands you know you it also um it 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 provides when documentation is actually um uh, provided one can look at it to see you know what are the gaps you can also assess you know what the risks are and in the in the in the and in the end game, you're able to, uh, let's say, um, provide the system, develop the system in a shorter time period. Because you'd have, you'd have looked at the system, you'd have looked at all the obstacles, and you are now able to um, deal with them before you get a, a chance to actually start developing it. So it, it, it does provide um, you know, a, a cost benefit in terms of cost saving, not only today, but also for subsequent um, let's say more you're you're doing to the system. Right. So, you know, I get this a lot where uh, people just think, you know, well, I sort of know what I want in my head, and I just kind of need you guys to build it. And because the the cost of documentation, you know, there is a cost to documentation versus starting the development right away. Um, how do you? Um, show the value of having the documentation done to to clients and 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 help them understand that um, you know yes they're they're going to pay a little bit more to have this document but it's going to benefit them uh, at the very end of the project or throughout the project. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it comes to this. I I, I heard this uh, saying. It's going to be a joke, I guess. Uh, you know, about a person who's trying to chop a tree down, and <laughs> you know spends four hours sharpening his blade and he's not doing any work, right? And the fifth hour he's like chopping his the tree down. While the other person um is is just chopping his tree and sharpening as it's going along and it takes him eight hours. So the point is that you know if you do a lot of prep work before and it may look as if it doesn't have much value, but in the end what happens is that you actually um get the, the work done a lot faster because all the problems and and and, and um you know issues that may come up would have been dealt with thought through before it comes up and therefore you're not actually do the work twice for we work and stuff. So that's that's, more, analogy. That's, yeah, <laughs> that's one way of looking at it. Yeah, I know I like that actually a lot. But you know, like um clients or you know people are always so excited to sort of get building and it, it is it, it is a very slow process when you first start, correct? When yes. you, you yes. know you're not you're not developing right away um how do you you know i know we've we've encountered this quite a bit where clients are like well you know like i want to see something i haven't seen anything yet yeah. still documenting you know what what advice would you give to, to people that are going through that process and i know patience is one of them but um you know are there also other ways to sort of speed things up a little bit what are some of the you know suggestions that you have yeah, so, so I, I, there are two ways to look at this. So, so one is that while documentation is, is, is in process, the client is engaged. So they do have a feel that something is actually happening, especially if you have questions and provide um, solutions and improvements to the process, they can actually see that um, in a tangible way. Um, so, so they can see there is value, but another, another way to make it a little bit more you know, concrete is to be able to start the documentation earlier, the, 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 uh, the, the uh, documentation early, but at the same time start certain level of development. And uh, if, if you think of a typical si uh, system, uh, there are certain things that are, you know, that are common among any system. So for instance, 
you know, log into the system, the, the, the layout, the theme of the system, um, uh, how the UI uh, works, you know, those things can actually be done early in the in, in, in cycle and therefore development could actually start a lot earlier if you are able to just create that, you know, framework, which is standard for any system. So you have to be able to log in, the person would be able to get the password, you know, user um, interface and so forth. So that's one way of, of trying to, you know, provide uh, for those clients who want to see some level of visibility, to provide some level of visibility earlier in the cycle. And it's easier if it's a, a type of application that is more kind of typical rather than one that is experimental or, or new. Because if it is a common problem, then you can actually create, we can actually uh, create uh, a framework that would be able to solve that problem even before we have thought through the entire solution because it's just a common pattern. So that's okay. one way of doing it. So it's kind of, of you know, agile, you know, a way uh, we, we are doing it. And then the development at the same time. Um, but, that, but I would add though that the critical part of the system in terms of the business rule that is specific to that company would have to be done later on. Um, it can't be done upfront, but you know, I think you follow what I'm saying in terms of you know trying to at least yeah. with it. Yeah. So, a weird question: um, documentation process. Is this you know Converge has been around for 27 years? Is this just a old school mentality? Um, and you know younger, newer companies that are out there that are not doing that are not so um, mm -hmm. document heavy uh, are you know. Are, are, are they going to run into problems later on? Like, are we just doing this because we've been around for 27 years and we're sort of old school? Or is this something that you think that everyone really, really should be doing? And if they're not, they're gonna run into problems. Um, yeah, I, well, it, it's, it's old school. And the reason why it's also because we have seen over the past many decades we've been around that this is what works. And this is what clients are asking for. You know, they say the more things change, the more it remains the same. But there are certain fundamental things that should always be there, right? And um, we have seen over the many years that um, documentation is critical. We have adapted over the over time because our level of documentation is not as much is not as much as it was, you know, many many years ago. We have actually found a way to, to uh, make it more concise using you know new tools and technology and techniques. Um, but it still comes to the fact that having documentation. Um, especially if it's in a central a resource, central way, provides a way for people to have discussion, uh, for someone to be to think about things and come with better solution, and also um, onboarding new persons on, on on the system. So over the many years, yeah, we realized that documentation uh, is essential, um, and we have adapted to it as well because um, this is what um, you really need, um, you know, in order for you to maintain the system. So let's say, you know, uh, one, one of the industries we sort of deal with a lot is the startup world that is low budget. They don't have a lot of budget to, to build a product. They sort of want to get an MVP to the market. Mm -hmm. they, they always think that, hey, if I don't spend the, the money on the whole documentation part and, you know, two, three months of requirements, I can use that money just to build. Um, what are some of the the techniques and things that you can do to still you know be able to build that without being so uh, document heavy? I mean, is that even possible? Uh, yeah, I mean, there, there are certain things that can be done because you know, as I say, a picture's word a thousand words. So you know, we cannot look at mockups, various prototypes, 
diagrams and pictures and you know, have a flow there that is more visual, even you know, using audio and video as well, to be able to um, provide that uh, media to serve the, the, the startup, for instance. So they may not want to do a lot of reading, but you know, if you can have it in a different form, um, then that's a way of complementing. So you still provide some level of documentation. It's not as detailed, but at the same time, it does provide that framework that allows you to have that discussion and to be able to um, see exactly what problems are being solved, how is things going to be solved, and um, that's one way of, um, you know, of, of providing a service to uh, those type yeah. of clients. I mean, I know that we've seen over and over and over again in our business um, clients coming to us with systems that they had built in other countries, for example, mm -hmm. or, or had built, you know, a couple of years ago and they want to upgrade and there's no documentation and it actually ends up costing them a little bit more because we now have to go in and analyze uh, this, this system and and we have to document what well, what's in it what's not what's what what the capabilities what it isn't and i know particularly systems that are built in other countries that don't go through a rigorous um development process um anytime that clients have come to us is because the system is not working and or it's not doing what they initially wanted it to do right and at the end of the day one of the things we're always trying to explain to our clients is you know the reason why the system is not working the way you expected it to is because the documentation was not done the way it should have been number one or it wasn't done at all and there's no reference that they can go back to 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 you know look at they're just sort of doing things off the top of their head yeah, the best know-how right so you know some of the risks down the road with not having any, any documentation is that you know even if you get what you want up front which and let's say it's fine which is great and, you know five years down the road if you decide hey you know what my technology is you know my system is working really slow um technology has you know evolved a little bit I think I need to upgrade my system, but I don't want to like rebuild it from scratch. I just need to build, you know, make it faster and update it. Um, even then, doc, how important is documentation? Yeah, and, 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 and that's a very good point too, because, you know, when a, when a company starts the system, they're thinking, of, you know, we just want something out of the very quickly. And, um, you know, they're not thinking that, uh, I mean, I guess they do think that, you know, it's going to be around for a, a while, many years. But they're not thinking that you know they always have to be adding new features and capabilities to it. And um, what happens at times is that uh, if if there's another team looking at it, then they pretty much have to kind of do the documentation that would have been done earlier again. Um, and now it's a lot more complex because now they have to you have to look at the, at the source code to figure out what's happening, as well as speaking to to the the client. So it actually takes take up a lot more. Uh, time in terms of developer time, analyzing source code, as well as the uh, stakeholder time in order to talk the requirements, and so it actually costs twice as much. Mm -hmm. um, and then at the same time, though, adding new features and capabilities to, to it, um, you know, will take a lot more time and, and effort and investigation. Yes. So it, 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 in long run, it does cost more in, in that sense. Yeah. So we you know we've been analyzing uh the market we've been looking at the the, the pros and cons of business analysis uh, traditionally for 
a larger corporations who have budget, you know, it's never a problem for us to say, let, you know, documentation needs to be done. Um, but, you know, for, for smaller organizations and startups, it is, it is a bit of, it is an issue. Yeah. Um, just budget. So Converge, we've come up with a program called FAS <laughs> with like three A's in it. Um, and I mean, we know what it is, but do you want to talk about, on, on, on a technical level, do you want to talk about a little bit about what that sort of entails? And I can talk about it a, a little as well. Um, you know, we're always looking for ways to cater to our clients. We realize that, um, you know, our clients come in different budget sets and we want to be able to help everyone achieve their software goals. So we've, we've developed this program to try and, you know, uh, help startups build what they need with uh, documentation being done. So do you want to talk about that a little bit? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so um, we, we, we talked about it was the value of documentation and um, based on the, 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 your budget, the size of the company, you know, you may not be, have the budget in, in, in place to uh, pay for documentation. But if you look at it from this point of view that um, they, there's a fixed cost for the project and uh, there's development time, there is, you know, that time for, for QA, there's time for, for uh, project management and so forth. We take all those, those costs together, right? And you were able to um, put in documentation, you see that it reduces the cost for everything else, QA, uh, management, development time, because there's, there's no back and forth. You, you pretty much know exactly what's going to be built, how it's going to be built, right? And this can be done in an agile manner as well, right? It, and uh, therefore, it really doesn't cost you any, a lot more. Uh, it may be a little bit more, but the, the, the things that you, you should think of your software as an investment, as an investment. So whatever you put in it today, you'll be able to reap the rewards uh, going forward. And, uh, and, and because of that, I would encourage you know, any company to always think about that aspect of it and to uh, leverage uh, uh, BA service. So one, one of the biggest benefits that, 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 that I think that the BA service provides is that it helps the client to clearly identify exactly what they need to be built uh, in, this, in this iteration, in, in, this, in this version. Um, you would initially have you know, 20 items that you need to build in, in, in your software, and that could be based on your, your competitors or what the industry is asking for. But you may want to focus on, let's say, the top 20, start at the top 10, the top five items. And while, you're, while we are talking about the system, while we're doing the analysis, we can actually fine tune that process down to something that's manageable, right? Um, I, I, I want to give an example of something that I thought about that, that may pop at this point. So if a client comes and says, you know, I want to be able to add sus subscription to my software, that sounds easy. We know what that means. But then, the question here is that how do you want a subscription to work, right? Do, do, you, do you want monthly, which is kind of straightforward, just monthly subscription that it, it renews, recurring, or do you want it to be a situation where you have various plans, you know, you have, you have five plans or, or, or 10 plans, right? So the person can actually create their own plan. So as you add this level of complexity to the system, it actually takes more time and it, it actually um, makes the system more expensive. So the question with the client is, um, what, what's the minimum, what do you need a subscription for? I mean, what type of subscription do you need? Do you need three different levels of subscription, just one level of subscription? 
So taking a client, you know, through a, a, a situation where they can think about all the various aspects of, of, a, of, a, of a feature and what is important and, and what is, is not that relevant, we can actually guide the, the system to, um, to be able to work on features that are important to them and ignore the rest. Um, you know, it could be another release that you may want to add those features, but for today, you may not want to do that. So business analysis will allow you to um, find out those details and streamline the system as well. And one of the things that we also find is that it also shows ways where the system can be improved and optimized. So the system may have four steps, and we can reduce that to uh, a couple of steps, right? And still provide the same value. Um, and analysis um, does provide um, that insight as well. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, okay, so I really like the example that you used for subscription because, I mean, we, we build products and we've had the same issues come up. So, mm -hmm. you know, I just want to actually get, go into it a little deeper. So you're so right. You know, a client wants a, a subscription model, um, and let's say it's for, for SaaS on the cloud, right? And yeah. you automatically think, you know, okay, subscription, like, what does that mean? Oh, yeah, they're going to be able to subscribe and use our software. But then this is when the requirements come in, and you're right. So, you know, are you going to subscribe? Do you want your subscribers to be able to subscribe on a month-to-month -month basis or on a year-to-year -year basis? And then if the client all of a sudden goes, oh, you know what? I want both. Okay, great. Now you have to think about, um, you know, are you going to have different packages or just one package? Okay, mm -hmm. three packages. Okay. So now this is when you really start getting into it where it's like, okay, so what if a client wants to upgrade from month to month to yes. year to year? What if they want to downgrade from year to year to month to month? What if they want to upgrade to different packages or downgrade to different mm -hmm. packages? Uh, what bank are you using? Who's going to, you know, how are you going to process the payment? Yeah. Mm -hmm. What if somebody wants a refund? How are you going to, to, to take care of that? What if, um, you know, they they want to stop halfway through. It, there's so many scenarios. Exactly. I love mm -hmm. how you use the subscription because yes. that's that's actually a really good one. Because you know, you you think it's so simple, like you said, and yeah, it's yeah, just you know, subscribe. And and, and you're more so used to going online and subscribing for things and not really understanding what's happening in the background and you know how different scenarios can affect you know different parts of the system. And you have to think about all of those different scenarios and make sure that you built it with those capabilities in. So, for example, if someone wants to be able to uh, upgrade from, uh, you know, on a month-to-month -month basis from one package to another, you actually have to build those capabilities in the system mm -hmm. to allow the users to do that. If you don't think about that ahead of time, halfway through deploying your system, you're going to have all kinds of support issues, right? Where yeah. mm -hmm. you're going to be signing up for your software and you're going to be getting phone calls like crazy for people saying, I want to be able to do this. How can I do this in your system? Mm -hmm. And if you don't have those capabilities, that's going to create a huge issue, right? And I mean, we're speaking out of experience because we've been through this, right? Yeah. yeah. So the Converge BAS uh, program that we put together is um, focused on, you know, catering to startup and smaller sized businesses who um, don't have a, a huge budget, but want to build an MVP, a minimal viable product, or uh, have an idea and they want to build an app and, and get it up and running. 
So what we're doing is we're trying to compress the business analysis uh, time and document, document process into a shorter version. So we're saying, you know, let's spend five days, 10 days, and we're going to maximize that time as much as we can and document as much as we can and create some wireframes and use cases, but we're not going to do it so in depth where it's going to take up a lot of time. Now, that really can't be done with large software systems, but with startups that are sort of, you know, building a minimal viable product and um, are just kind of want to get it to market to test it out, or they're just doing beta, we can reduce the amount of documentation that is being done, right? And even when um, clients come to us to just even ask for an estimate, we actually, um, you know, sometimes people call us like, yeah, I want to build this app that does this, this, and that. What's the cost? And we always say, you know, we can't give you a cost based on that. We always have to create what we call a business requirement outline document. And that's based on us having a 30-minute conversation with the client, really trying to understand what it is that they're trying to build. And then we will put together a document, which is a very, you know, minimal requirement document in order to even put together an estimate. So even at the estimate level, we're already, we already start doing requirements. But this FAST program is really going to help startups that want to, first of all, start building quickly, uh, don't want to spend a lot of time in documentation, but it'll at least allow us, the software builders, to document enough information that will make the project be successful, where every, every process in, that's going to be involved, like development, um, QA, um, uh, architecture, everyone who's going to be involved will, will have, you know, some sort of documentation that will be able to help them, guide them through building the product and making it successful. So, um, you know, I, I encourage um, people to check out our website, look, look at the program, contact us if you want a little bit more information. I mean, as we continue to, to offer this program, we will continue learning and, and obviously um, make a continue improving it and, 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 and making it you know, as easy and streamlined as we can. Um, and that's, you know, our 30 minutes talking about business requirements and business analysis. Uh, if anyone has any questions, you can contact us on our website and contact us on our social media. Um, myself, Rock Story, and we are happy to answer any questions. Thank you for coming on, Rock Story, and walking us through the right. wonderful world of business analysis, <laughs> which I know is not a you know popular topic, but I you know we as software developers see the importance of of having this in place, and and I know we want to talk about it a little bit more in, in more lives, and and just to just to showcase the importance of it in, 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 and how it can really help make your project successful and not a, a complete failure by the end of it. And also making sure that you're getting exactly what you wanted and expected at the end of it. Thanks for listening to Between Two Servers. If you enjoyed our podcast today and you would like some more information about what we discussed, you can find some helpful links in the description of the podcast. You can find Converge on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Those links are also in the description. Thanks again for tuning in to this week's episode. We'll see you next time.